Section 7 of A Guide to Modern Cookery, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joanne Roshan. Chapter 5. Savory Jellies or Aspics. Jellies are to cold cookery what consommes and stock are to hot. If anything, the former are perhaps more important. For a cold entree, however, it may be in itself, is nothing without its accompanying jelly. In the recipes which I give hereafter, I have made a point of showing how melting jellies may be obtained, i.e., served in a sauce boat simultaneously with the cold comestible, or actually poured over it when the latter lies in a deep dish, a common custom nowadays. This method of serving cold entrees, which I inaugurated at the Savoy Hotel with the Supreme Divolet Jeannette, is the only one which allows the serving of a jelly in a state of absolute perfection. Nevertheless, if a more solid jelly were required, either for the decking of cold dishes or for a moulded entree, there need only be added to the following formula a few gelatin leaves, more or less, according to the required firmness of the jelly. But it should be not forgotten that the greater the viscosity of the jelly, the less value will the same possess. The various uses of jellies are dealt with in Part 2 of this work, where the formulas of their divers accompanying dishes will also appear. 158. Ordinary Aspects Stock for the Ordinary Aspic Quantities for Making 4 Quarts 4 pounds of strung knuckle of veal, 3 calves' feet boned and blanched, 3 pounds of strung knuckle of beef, 1 pound of fresh pork rind blanched and with the fat removed, 3 pounds of veal bones well broken up. Mode of Procedure Put the meats in a very clean and well-tinned stock-pot or stew-pan. Add eight quarts of cold water, boil, and skim after the manner indicated under number one. Having well skimmed the stock, add one ounce of salt, put it on the side of the fire, and let it boil gently for four hours. Then remove the meat, taking care not to disturb the stock. Carefully remove the fat, and garnish with one half pound of carrots, six ounces of onions, two ounces of leeks, a stick of celery, and a large faggot. Put the whole back onto the fire and cook gently for a further two hours. Strain through a sieve into a very clean basin and leave to cool. Clarification of Aspic When the stock, prepared according to the above directions, has cooled, the grease that is formed on its surface should be removed. Then pour off gently 
into a stewpan of convenient size in such a way as to prevent the deposit at the bottom of the basin from mixing with the clear liquor. Test the consistence of the aspic. When it should be found that the quantities given above have proved sufficient to form a fairly firm jelly, if, however, this be not the case, a few leaves of gelatin steeped in cold water should be added, being careful not to overdo the quantity. Now add to the stock two pounds of lean beef, first minced, then pounded together with the white of an egg, a little chevrel and tarragon, and a few drops of lemon juice. Place the saucepan on an open fire, stir its contents with a spatula until the liquid begins to boil, remove it from the fire, and place it on the side of the stove, where it may boil gently for half an hour. At the end of this time, take the saucepan off the fire and remove what little grease has formed on the aspic while cooking. Strain through a serviette stretched and fastened across the legs of an overturned stool, and let the aspic fall into a basin placed between the legs. Ascertain whether the liquid is quite clear, and if, as frequently happens, this be not the case, what has already been strained should once more be passed through the serviette, renewing the operation until the aspic becomes quite transparent. Flavoring the aspic. The aspic obtained, as above, is limpid, has an agreeable savor, and is the color of fine amber. It now only requires flavoring, according to the tastes of the consumer and the purpose for which it is intended. For this operation, it should be allowed to become quite tepid, and the following quantities of choice wine are added to it, vis a vis. If the wine is of a liqueur kind, such as sherry, marsala, madeira, etc., one-fifth pint per quart. If it is another kind of wine, for example, champagne, hock, etc., one-fourth pint per quart. The wine used should be very clear, free from any deposit, and as perfect as possible in taste. 159. Chicken Aspic The quantities of meat are the same as for ordinary aspic. There need only be added to it either two oven-browned hens, or their equivalent in weight of roasted fowl, carcasses, and poultry giblets, if these are handy. It is always better, however, to prepare the stock with the hens and giblets, and to keep the carcasses for the clarification. This clarification follows the same rules as that of the ordinary aspic, except that a few roasted fowl carcasses, previously well freed from fat, are added to it. In the case of this particularly delicate aspic, it is more than ever necessary not to overdo the amount of gelatin. It should be easily soluble to the palate in order to be perfect. 160. Game Aspic 
Prepare this aspic stock in exactly the same way as that of ordinary aspic, only substitute game, such as deer, roebuck, doe, or hare, or wild rabbit, previously browned in the oven, for the beef. When possible, also add this to the stock a few old specimens of feathered game, such as partridges or pheasants, that are too tough for other purposes, and which suit admirably here. The clarification changes according to the different flavors which are given to the aspic. If it is not necessary to give it a special characteristic, it should be prepared with the meat of that ground game which happens to be the most available at the time, adding to the quantity used roast carcasses of feathered game, the respective amounts of both ingredients being the same as for ordinary aspic. If, on the other hand, the aspic is to have a well-defined flavor, the meat used for the clarification should naturally be that producing the flavor in question, i.e., either partridge or pheasant or hazel hen, etc. Some aspects are greatly improved by being flavored with a small quantity of old brandy, rather than use an inferior kind of this ingredient. However, I should advise its total omission from the aspic. Without aromatization, the aspic, though imperfect, is passable, but aromatized with bad brandy, it is invariably spoiled. Lenten Aspects 161. Fish Aspic with White Wine The stock for this aspic is prepared in precisely the same manner as fish stock number one. The stewpan need not, however, be buttered previous to the insertion of the onions, parsley stalks, and fish bones. If the aspic is not required to be quite white, a little saffron may be added to it, as the aroma of this condiment blends so perfectly with that of the fish. When the stock is prepared, its consistence should be tested and rectified, if necessary, by means of gelatin. The quantity of this substance should on no account exceed eight leaves per quart of aspic, and, at the risk of repeating myself, I remind the reader that the less gelatin is used, the better the aspic will be. The clarification should be made with fresh caviar, if possible, but pressed caviar is also admirably suited to this purpose. The quantities are the same as for the clarification of fish consomme number four. In flavoring white fish aspics, either dry champagne or a good Bordeaux or Burgundy may be used. Take care, however, one, that the wine used be of unquestionably good quality. Two, that it be only added to the aspic when the latter is already cold and on the point of coagulating, as this is the only means of preserving all the aroma of the wine. Finally, 
In certain cases, a special flavor may be obtained by the use of crayfish, which are cooked as for bisque, then pounded and added to the fish stock number 11, ten minutes before straining it. A proportion of four little crayfish bisque per quart of aspic is sufficient to secure an excellent aroma. 162. Fish Aspic with Red Wine This aspic stock is the court bouillon with red wine number 165, which is served in cooking the fish for which the aspic is intended. This fish is generally either trout or salmon, sometimes also, but less commonly, a carp or a pike. This stock must first of all have its grease thoroughly removed. It should then be poured carefully away, reduced if necessary, and the required quantity of gelatin added. This cannot be easily determined, as all gelatins are not alike, and the stock may have contracted a certain consistence from its contact with the fish. One can, therefore, only be guided by testing small quantities cooled in ice, but care should be taken that the aspic be not too firm. The clarification of this aspic is generally made with white of an egg, in the proportion of one white per quart. The white, half whisked, is added to the cold stock, and the latter is put over an open fire and stirred with a spatula. As soon as it boils, the aspic is poured through a serviette fixed on the legs of an overturned stool. The first drippings of the fluid are put back onto the serviette. If they do not seem clear, and this operation is repeated until the required clearness is obtained. It almost invariably happens that either during cooking of the fish or during the clarification, the wine loses its color through the precipitation of the coloring elements derived from the tannin. The only way of overcoming this difficulty is to add a few drops of liquid carmine or vegetable red. But in any case, it is well to remember that the color of red wine aspic must never be deeper than somber pink. End of section 7 Recording by Joanne Rochon